Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face. To helping you understand the issues going on in the world. To clear and understandable Bible teaching. All peppered with great Christian music. The latest news. And even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au Or download our free app. Well, as the school year is now well and truly underway, it's good to reflect on just how the national school curriculum may be reflecting Christian values. And of course, as you know, there's been quite a journey from toing and froing backward and forward when it comes to the place of Christianity in Australia's history. And it does seem to fluctuate on different sides of politics. Well, one who has been following through the development of this national school curriculum is Graham MacDonald from didyouknow.info. That's the website that tells a lot of great stories of very influential Christian Australians throughout our history. Graham, joining us again today to reflect on this new national school curriculum. Hello, Graham. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thank you very much, and a happy new year to you and your listeners. Thank you very much, Graham. Look, this school curriculum, it has to and froed over the previous years. Uh, it did seem to be that when the, uh, the Labor government was in power, they wanted to minimise the Christian influence in Australia's history, and that does seem to be a little bit corrected of recent times. Yes, there's a bit of a story behind that, uh, Neil. Back in um, 2006... Uh, myself and some colleagues, we sat down with the then Minister for Education, Julie Bishop, um, who they were in the process of putting together and framing the um, the national curriculum. And uh, we, we mentioned about our, our Christian heritage, and her words were, exquisite timing, we would love you to put in some submissions, um, which we did. Within six weeks, she had submissions. And from what we understood, they either accepted all of them or most of those submissions to go into the national school curriculum. Um, Then came the the change of government, and the the Labor government actually um, invited two of of my colleagues onto different panels that they had to, uh, on the, putting together the national school curriculum. Um, But what came out was very far removed from really our, our... Christian heritage. There was nothing. There was nothing in it about our Christian heritage, and very little even about Western civilization. And uh, so, when the the coalition got back into um, power, they pulled together um, a gentleman by the name of Kevin, two gentlemen, Je- Kevin Donnelly and um, Ken Wiltshire, and they revisited the whole um, the whole national school curriculum. And um, it's now been stated by the then. Um, Federal Education Minister um, Christopher Pine that our Christian heritage will be taught in our schools. 
It's always a shock, isn't it, when you think that there are people in our society who would want to minimise the actual facts of Australia's history uh, to try and take out of it uh, those Christian foundations. Now, they are obvious, and so many personalities uh, that we can tie to Christian faith and uh, such strong Christian faith that it influenced the outcomes and the formation of our whole national society. This is so important and such a shock, and it almost angers some uh, when you hear that there are those who want to rewrite the history books and, re- and write out of it uh, the idea of Christianity and the influence there. So when you think of the national curriculum now, uh, Graham, and uh, no doubt you've had a look at what's in there, how does it reflect uh, Australia's Christian history? Well, there's quite a number of different um, uh, places within that curriculum that our, our national Christian heritage can be taught. And on our website, we've actually got um, on our, I've got a tab that says uh, National Curriculum. When you have a look at that, it'll actually show you where it fits into the different um, aspects of the um, the curriculum. But but I think on on a on a broader scale, I think the the thing that I, um, I I think needs to be spoken about and probably promoted is that in effect from the um, comments by um, uh, Mr. Christopher Pine, he's actually said that teachers. Um, will instruct students on that Australia's democratic system of government is based on the Westminster s- system. Now, the Westminster system is obviously um, the English system. It's very, very Christian in terms of the um, you know care for each other. So much of it is is um, based on on biblical principles. So that's what we've actually um, we've in, we've inherited or we've adopted, what, whatever word you want to use. However, there's been a couple of little changes in it, which I think are quite um, are quite significant. And one of them is section 116, which basically talks about the separation of church and state. And the reason that the the people who um, were putting together the the, the Constitution, they were conscious of the fact that um, in England that there was a um, the national faith was the Church of England, and the Church of England even today on the the, uh, the House of Lords, there's one one third of the people sitting on that um, in that body um, are from the Church of England, and so the the people putting together our Constitution didn't want Australia to actually have a state faith or a national faith such as germany they've got lutheran um through the arab states there's muslim and because what that did would then restrict people from wanting to practice their faith whether they're catholic anglican baptist or whatever it might be because if there was a state religion in everyone had to comply with that whether you believed in it or not so the this i think was an very significant point that they put into the national school into the national um, constitution into the constitution that allows us to have the freedom to be able to preach and teach about the different denominations within our country so when we talk about context then graham we're talking about australia as a secular nation and a multi-faith society yes. it's uh, it's something that you accept that Christianity 
uh, is to be taught in there. But the, the good news, of course, in that is that Christianity is not being minimized because uh, when we start to reflect on the history, Christianity is, uh, is, is a giant in the formation of Australia. And I, th- and I think this is why we, we Christians need to um, look at the implications of this incredible opportunity that we have because one one of the things that I've come to realize, Neil, is that there's not many people who really understand about our Christian heritage and the impact that it's had on the well-being of this country. And so the stories that we are producing, people are saying things like, I didn't know, I didn't know. And so you're right, is that there's so many of um, our, our Christian forebears, uh, men and women, and even organisations that have done some incredible things to mould this country into the incredible country that it is today. And we need to remember and go back and and understand how the Christian influence caused these things to happen. Graham MacDonald, our guest from didyouknow.info. And if you visited didyouknow.info, you'd find a whole lot of great stories of our Christian heritage, those great personalities, those great iconic characters who've been part of the formation of this wonderful nation. We're talking about the new national school curriculum and the inclusion of Australia's Christian heritage in there. Graham MacDonald, our guest, will come back and we'll talk some more in just a few moments. Well, we're taking a little time to talk about Australia's Christian heritage and its inclusion in the new national school curriculum. Given the story so far is that uh, there are one side of politics in particular, the left side, that tried to do away with Australia's Christian heritage out of the school's curriculum. That's been somewhat corrected under the present government. But we're talking through those sorts of issues today with Graham MacDonald from DidYouKnow.info, who's been following along this issue carefully. Graham, when we talk about the sorts of uh, iconic characters of Australia's history, uh, name a, a few names for us so we can be familiar with those people who've been part of our heritage. Now, the list is so long, but uh, which ones come to mind when you think of uh, some of the great characters of our history? Well, I think one of the, the giants for me is a gentleman, an Aboriginal gentleman by the name of William Cooper. William Cooper was, um, in 1938, actually wrote a letter um, in protest to what was happening in Nazi Germany and took it along to the um, the no, German uh, consulate and obviously it was rejected. But last year, the, the, the Jewish um, people obviously here in Australia knew about that and the um, Jewish people have now recognised William Cooper in, um, in, in Israel. He has um, to have an academic chair put aside for him worth $1 million. Um, and he's a wonderful Aboriginal man who not only did he, is that one of the things that he, he actually achieved, but also he was the gentleman who started off what we now call Nadoc Week. The incredible man of faith who just uh, yeah, exudes the, you know, the love of God in, in his life and concern for others. And, um, yeah, and then there's John Flynn, the gentleman who started the, um, the Flying Doctor Service. Um, he, he, he actually didn't have a real good start in life. He was only two years of age when his mother passed away and uh, with his father working, basically um, family members raised him as a, a teenager. He made the decision to become a follower of Jesus and um, 
he wrote a letter to his father just before he was 21 and he said dad if jesus is really the son of god and he came to save the people people from their sin what greater thing could i do than spend my life telling others about that so he started off went to bible college god challenged him about reaching um the multitudes that lived um, in the inner parts of Australia through Aboriginals and in the outback. And so his heart was to reach the people in the outback. And through God's grace, he did a whole lot of those things. And um, the former um, former Prime Minister, Sir Robert Menzies, uh, said that he basically believes that um, John Flynn was more responsible than any other person for opening up the outback of Australia. And colourful characters like you've named, uh, but also those institutions that we have in Australia uh, and the sorts of charities that are in Australia, the predominance uh, in those charities, the formation of Christian foundations. Uh, Exciting things, really, when you look back and see the connections right throughout Australia's history. It's really interesting. Of the top 25 charities in Australia, 23 are Christian-based. And this is unique to Australia. When you go to um, places like the UK and for um, uh, the United States, out of the top 25, there may be three or four um, Christian-based organisations in their charities, in their mainline charities. And yet here in Australia, out of the top 25, 23 are Christian-based. It's huge, quite huge. Now, back on this national school curriculum, it's got the endorsement of the education minister and uh, it's also got the endorsement of uh, Robert Randall, who's the chief executive of the Australian Curriculum Assessment and Reporting Authority. These are the guys who are actually uh, charged with putting these sorts of things in place. Uh, They're endorsing the idea of having a strong presence of the Australian Christian heritage in the curriculum. Robert Randall, um, he, he's on, on record as saying, historically, the influence of the Christian church has been important, which is what you stated earlier. And the, the sad part, I think, is that most people, sadly, are not aware of just the incredible influence of, that Christianity has had on the development of this country. Now, it's being implemented in schools right across the nation, Graham. Is there a role... Uh, that mums and dads, uh, that grandparents, that people who are community-minded uh, in their local school, and this is state schools and Christian schools, independent schools, is there a role to play uh, for people in the community to help to see that the implementation of this uh, Christian heritage in the Australian national curriculum actually goes according to plan? Well, I, th- I think that Christian parents or grandparents have an incredible opportunity to support and encourage the teachers in the state and federal um, departments, in state schools. Because my, my guess is that it's going to be a while for a lot of this information to filter through, into, particularly into the state schools. So for me, I'm thinking that if, if parents or grandparents were willing to sign up on, on our Did You Know website, the stories they get, they get for free. They can then take those stories, talk to their children, encourage have spiritual discussions with their children about what the children are learning at work and also the the christian implication of that um they could then also um send them off to the school help the school again i think the, the christian 
community, we have got an incredible opportunity, but also a responsibility, whereby if we prepared to sort of go, okay, I, I will sign up, I'll get the stories, we only send out one a month, I'll get these stories, they can look on the website where they actually fit into the um, national curriculum, and then have them and help their children to understand like John Flynn, they probably know about John Flynn, the Royal Flying Doctor Service, but I would be surprised if they knew that about his life, how he started life, when losing his mum at the age of two, and all of the things that went on in his life prior to starting the Royal Flying Doctor Service. So I think there's, there's a great opportunity for them to do that now. And of course, having read quite a lot of the articles that you've got there on your didyouknow.info website, uh, they are easy to digest, easy to read, and they've got the background there, which fills in the gaps where Australia's Christian heritage really uh, is formed. And so, Graham, I'll point people to your website, didyouknow.info. So that's D-I-D-U-N-O dot info. And uh, good getting your insights uh, about the new national school curriculum and the inclusion of that Christian heritage. Uh, Graham MacDonald, great talking to you. Let's do this again sometime soon. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Right. Thanks, Neil. Every blessing. Appreciate the opportunity. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.